Yo, what up? This is Kiddo Rex, and right now I'm rocking with DJ Pets and U-Choice Radio. DJ Pets. That's good, man. Yeah, man. We we in the building. <laughs> we in the building, man. We in the building. What's up? AZ was popping, man. Shout out Pets, man. I'm live right now, man. I'm with my guy Kiddo Rex, and what we about to talk about is what got you into recording music? How did you become an artist? Man, I've always idolized people like Jimi Hendrix, you feel me? And, you know, Nas, Method Man, Biggie. Like, my dad, you feel me? He put me on a, you know, artists like that very young. You feel me? My dad is from Detroit, Michigan, so he grew up listening to Eminem, you feel me? People like that. So it's stuff that I wasn't even supposed to be listening to at that time, but I was definitely digesting that, and I just took to it, bro. Music, like I said, I'll tell everybody, bro, for us to be... Afrocentric, we walk and talk to a certain beat, you feel me, already. So we're already, you know, we living off a different vibration, you feel me? It's a different rhythm. So it's a, it was just already in my blood. Music was always around me, you feel me? So mm-hmm. Where you from? I'm born and raised, man. West Side Desert, baby. You know what it is, Phoenix, AZ. Okay, okay. Well, you know, because I'm from Detroit. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so you said, I'm like, oh, snap, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. First song recorded, how old were you? first song recorded uh i had my little home studio set up with the homie i was like 15 i want to say you feel me as far as but like professionally like recorded something just never really put it out but i'd say the first song released i was like 17 so that's when i really started taking my craft seriously and i'll say at that age that's when i genuinely started to create art it wasn't just music at that point that's when i started to create art at like 17 18 okay how old are you now I'm 25. Just turned 25 last, uh, this past April. Okay. So I'm good. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. All good, man. Yeah. First big show. Ooh, first big show. What was my first big show? I had to say in the city as far as AZ, my first big show would have to be uh, when we did Exodus. And that was like right before COVID, you feel me? We was out there really just kind of getting in and just, you know, migrating. But it was a big, big turnout, you feel me? We opened up for... Um, I want to say Beanie Siegel at that time. I my remember that show. Out, yeah, my brother had bought out Beans, you feel me? And it was, it was definitely amazing. You feel me? Packed out crowd, all of that. So it was just amazing. But as far as out of state, the Living Gallery in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, so you're traveling. This ain't this ain't nothing new to you. No, nah, not at all, man. I've been on a couple of tours, and I'm, we finna hit the road again pretty soon. I'm actually working with uh, Mike Huncho, who's uh, Ray Vaughn's manager, and we getting it in, man. Like I said, I'm actually, uh, you know, I got some things under my belt right now. What's the cities you're hitting on this tour? The cities we finished trying to hit are Texas, New Mexico, L.A., and Vegas, and also Phoenix because I live here. So we're going to try and knock off all of those. Now, when someone is asked to describe your music, what is their definition? Everybody says I make feel-good music, honestly. They all say, you know, most people, if you have to make your comparisons, which most, which everybody does, they compare me to people like, you know, Bryson, Tory, Drake, you know, stuff like that, which is all artists I love. So, you know, I respect them all very much. And, you know, it's, uh, that's fine by me. Pretty much by everybody say I make feel-good music, you know, music that everybody can ride to. So is it cliche or obvious when I ask, who are the artists you want to work with? Artists I want to work with? Uh, I would love to work with Janae Aiko. Uh, I, would, I think that... Um, who else were we talking about? I think me and Russ would make something dope. It's a lot of artists I would work with, man. Honestly, me and Russ, me and Janae Aiko, uh, Ella May. I would love to work with her, Kaylani. I think we rock out myself in black would be dope. You know, I, I got big goals, man. I, I would love to work with a lot of people. Any rappers? Rappers, yeah, for sure. On the rap side, because you know I got bars. You feel mm, me? I would that's what love. I love. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I can tell the, the, the people that you were mentioning, that was Hooks. Yeah. That yeah. was hooks. So who you trying to go bar for bar with on the song? 
bar for bar, but I would love to work with Nas. That's definitely one of my one of my goals. I actually with uh, Jada Kiss as well. I would love to go bar for bar with Jada Kiss because I actually got the chance to meet him. He's one of my idols forever. Busta Rhymes. I mean, yeah. Eventually, I would like to work my way up to Busta Rhymes. Method Man. I think that would be dope. You feel me? So that's something I could make my father proud with as well. So I got big goals. Who who else would I love? Would I love to honestly rap with man? Somebody, I'm trying to think of somebody like in this era. You feel me? Honestly, I think me and Big Sean would do would go crazy too. I would love to work with like Hit Boy and Big Sean. Now, for you to be born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm asking you who you want to work with, and you keeping it all over there in the Midwest and the East Coast. Who are you listening to on the West Coast? I think that's what I'm trying to ask you. West Coast, I love Kendrick. You feel me? Honestly, you know he is. You know he's been mixed reviews about his new album, but I love Kendrick. You know he's a West Coast artist. I love. Hold on, mixed reviews. What's the? I, I, I'm trying to keep away from all that. So you tell me <laughs> about the mixed reviews. <laughs> hey man, look. I, oh man, I hope Kendrick don't see this one. Man. It's it's, it's not, <laughs> I'm gonna just say it's not my favorite project by him. Ken, I'll never fix my. I will never fix my mouth to say that Kendrick is whack because he's definitely light years from. But it's definitely it's not my favorite project by him. But definitely all shout out to Kendrick. He one of the gods. What's your favorite project? My all time favorite project From by him. Kendrick. Yeah. Either, either Section Eighty or Good Kid, Mad City. Oh, down. okay, 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 okay. That's fair. Hands down, non debatable for me. Tell me about you know some of the things you experienced. Your best moment as of right now, two thousand twenty two May. What was your best moment in music? My best moment in music so far would have to be. Honestly, just going on tour, I had to say either that or um, I'd have to say either either my first time genuinely going on tour with my brother or uh, when I found out that I actually, you know, people in other countries actually listen to my music. Like I'm genuinely feel like I'm, I'm somewhat making a cult following in places like, you know, Canada and, uh, and uh, where else am I booming at? You can be Australia, the UK, you know, London. My music does fairly good out there, so. It's cool. Like, I have to say, those are moments for me. It's the little things for me that matter. Like, it's not streams and stuff like that, because that's light. Like, that comes and goes. But for me, it was, like I said, going out of state and performing those shows and seeing people that don't know me from a can of paint, have never heard of me rock with my music. And then, like I said, especially when they come from other countries as well, that's super cool to me. Like, that's all that I can ask for. Bro. The fact that they give me their time in their ear, as long as people are willing to listen, I'm willing to create. So, that's dope. Well, that was your best moment. I always have to ask, what was your worst moment? What can you run back? What do you wish you could run back and do over? I always say this, man. It was a time I'll never forget. First tour, man. It was like the third or fourth show. We was in Orlando, Florida. Downtown Orlando. I'm rocking the show. I'm killing it. Vibing. Whole crowd got their lights up. I'm shutting this little lounge down. Whatever it is, lounge <laughs> bar, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm shutting it down. Lights up, everything. And, uh, they had like uh, like props and stuff on the stage, you feel me? And so I'm standing on uh, on the stage and then I hop on this couch or whatever to get a better view of the crowd for like that that shot, you feel me? Because I see the cameraman. So I'm standing up on something and I'm vibing and I'm telling everybody to put their hands up. They put their hands up. It was like a movie, bro. And uh, I didn't know that the, the little couch or whatever that I'm standing on the little piece, it didn't have no like wood under it. It was broken already. And my foot went through it. Bro, I fell in front of all these people, bro. All these beautiful ass women, bro. Females. I busted my shit, bro. In downtown Orlando, bro. Did, Mel, did, did the music stop? I mean, like, did you stop Man, performing? No. Nah, okay. So, so the music kept going. I hopped up so quick. You feel me? And, like, my team had grabbed me. And I fell, bro. Hit the ground. Blah. And everybody was like, oh, oh. As soon as I hopped up, it was just like a movie, bro. I was like, get the fuck out of here. 
they was all trying to gas me afterwards. Like, bro, you good? Like, it was still me. I'm like, nah, bro, I fucking... I'm like, bro, I fucking fell. Like, bro, that's whack. <laughs> yeah, if it makes you feel better, that happened to me before. I was DJing in Canada, and it was one of my first times hosting. So I'm feeling myself. I'm walking back and forth. But what I didn't know was that I wasn't walking on the stage. I was walking on speakers. And the speakers were separated. And I had, oh. I, I'm, I'm walking like this. And I got my head up and my foot were right in between the speaker. Like right and I mean I oh. I fell through the speaker, then fell on the ground. So oh. you're, you're not the only one. And you're the first you're the first because that stayed in Canada. I never I never told anybody. Yeah, hey, it stayed in Orlando yeah. too. That stayed it in stayed Canada. Orlando yeah, too. If you, if you wasn't in Windsor, uh, I think it was Ontario. If you wasn't in that 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 Providence, you did not know. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you to let you know you're not alone. It happens to the best you, of us. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I was so my feelings was hurt. My yeah. team was like, bro, you good? I was like, man, I'm this is never leaving Orlando. Yeah, man, it sucks, man. So all right, so you got the project coming out. What's the name of the project? It's called the Wildfire EP, man. Dude, May 27th, man. Y'all heard it here first, man. Y'all know what it is. May 27th. Mark your calendars. All right. So what's the inspiration between, well, for this album, EP? Honestly, bro, like, I'm not, I don't never, obviously, I don't consider myself to be you know, old or nothing, but I'm I'm at an age, bro, where I genuinely feel like I'm making the best music of my life. So it was genuinely just me living life. I just wanted to make a dope project, summertime vibes, you feel me? Something that, you know, everybody can vibe to, whether you need something to drive to. You in your emotions, you feel me? You want to be in love, you want to turn up. I got a vibe for everybody on this EP, bro. So I genuinely feel like I got easily one of the hottest projects coming out in the city, bro. Just in general, like I said, I feel like this is something that I could take to the billboard and take to labels and genuinely do something with, bro. So I'm blessed, you feel me? Okay, so how many tracks on this project? Seven, seven of them things, man. You already know, you feel me? I cooked them up, bro. How do you lay out the track list? Like, is it, is it, is it like a roller coaster or is it just going up? Does it turn up and then go down? What When I listen to it, what am I going through? You're going to go through everything, bro. Like from the start of it, it's going to be like, okay, this 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 some dope rap shit. Okay, he got bars. I feel good. And then, like I said, I'm going to take you through a ride. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going into my R&B shit. I'm going to take you into, into your emotions. I'm going to make you maybe want to call your wife here. Maybe you want to call your ex. You feel me? This whole EP, like my, my manager's telling me, like, I'm just playing with people's emotions because it's like, it's just everywhere, you feel me? You start off on a high, and it's lit, and it's turned up. It's just like life, you feel me? And then eventually you want to be in love, and you want to, you feel me? It's cool. Like, I'm genuinely playing with people's frequencies in a, in a great way, just musically, bro, and it's cool. Like, I, I genuinely feel like everybody's going to take to it in a, in a great, great way. And you shot a music video for every song or just the singles? Just the, just honestly, uh, the singles and then uh, a couple extra ones on there. So all together, I think I got like four visuals shot, but all of them are amazing, bro. All dope quality, you feel me? Shout out to my man Pyro. You feel me? Pyro made it, bro. And then uh, also my boy, <clears throat> excuse me, Isaac Joel. You feel me? Bo all Both of them shoot movies. Recommended to everybody. Facts. Yeah, I think I saw you, you just shot one with Isaac, didn't you? Yeah, he shot is the that, company. Is that the one, is that the one with the, like the old school TV? You just, yeah. I mean, you shot that one probably like a few days ago, right? Yeah, we. I, I shot the company video and I actually did those videos the same week as what a lot of people don't know. I shot the company video. And then I got a record on my uh, EP called Love is a Drug. And I shot that video the same week as well. So I don't want to give it away. I don't want to spoil it. You feel me? And give away the video. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, I want to I wanna, I wanna feel like a, I want to be a fan. I want to I wanna, yeah. I wanna feel it just like everybody else when they when it drops. I do want to ask you, because this is a smart approach to you promoting your project. Is mm -hmm. it important to have these music videos with the audio? Why? 100, most definitely. And, and your view, why? In my view, I'm going to say because most people, and especially nowadays, our generation is real visual. Like, it's not, 
you know, you can't just, you know, play a play an album, you feel me, and and let it play from start to finish. Nowadays, you can make your your transactions, you can make your skips and everything. So I feel like with the mind being how it works, everybody's real visual. So that's definitely a great way to promote yourself. And like I said, a lot of labels nowadays look at YouTube, TikTok, and Spotify. Those are the main three. So like I said, I would definitely say have your visuals ready just so you can, you know, get more bang for your buck. Promote yourself in the best way, man. Stop paying for cheap videos. That's what I tell all the homies, bro. Don't pay two, three, four hundred dollars. You feel me? Think you're sorry, two, three hundred dollars. Think you finna get a nice video? Like, don't do it, bro. Invest in yourself. Invest in your craft. Invest in your art. You feel me? And it'll genuinely come out how you want it to. Like every visual that I that we shot for this is genuinely a movie. I'm proud of it. You feel me? Everybody that was on set with me was amazing. So that's ultimately just what it is. You feel me? But yes, visuals are very, very important. Like. You, you you see people do it all the time, like Joyner Lucas and bigger artists. They sometimes they shoot visuals for their entire projects, like you mentioned. So if that's the way you want to go, then that's the way you want to go. When did you learn that? I learned that. I have to say, I'm not even gonna cap, Pest. Honestly, I'm gonna say that's something that I genuinely just learned, like as of recently. Because with my first EP, I had visuals, but not lined up like I do now. You feel me? It was definitely you know a little later. And I waited a little too long, you feel me, type stuff. That, that's all a part of the learning process. But I will say I've definitely taken that under my note, you feel me, and under my wing as of now. So I'm going to just say within the last, like, two or two years or so while planning and creating this EP. Did you learn that from anybody? Were you watching somebody? Because, I mean, we just came out of being locked in our houses for a year and a half. So were you right. studying, you know, was you looking at somebody else following that pattern? And you was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, a, that's yeah. a pattern I'm going to follow. Yeah, I study artists like Russ, J. Cole, you feel me, Joyner Lucas, and uh, even Kendrick. Like, Kendrick, you see his album drop, and he already had visuals ready. He's smacking us with visuals right now, but that was already pre-done, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So it's stuff like that where even the labels and the big leagues, they even think about it like that. It's like, okay, well, let's get this out the way so when, you know, project drops, we can just, you know, promote and drop everything how we need to. So visuals are definitely important. You definitely, definitely need visuals with any type of project. I say almost anything that you're doing. I mean, it's all content. So, how do you survive out here in these this Phoenix hip hop community? Honestly, bro, I separate myself to keep it 100 with you. I genuinely don't consider myself an Arizona artist, and like I do, and I always put on for my city. But at the same time, bro, I want to touch billboards. Like everybody listens to my music, say I genuinely have a radio sound, and I can genuinely be something in this music. So that's what I'm trying to do with this EP, man. I'm trying to take it to the masses. I'm finna pitch it to you know some labels and I like I said I genuinely want to touch billboards and be all that I can be so I'm gonna let the city fight you know for whoever want to be best in the city man and like I said I want to be best on the billboard but tell somebody that's trying to be like you how to stay focused how to stay out of that because you do that well I don't never see your name in in, in the BS at all you know I know you here I know you present but I never see your name in that BS so how do you stay in that course to just stay out the way all of that Honestly, man, I have a great team behind me. You feel me? My manager, Rod, he keep my head straight. My, you know, my other manager, financial advisor, Giovanna, you know, she keeps my head straight. So I genuinely just have a solid foundation around me. I'm not going to act like I'm self-made or nothing like that because I'm definitely not. It takes a, a whole village, you feel me, to break an artist. So with that being said, like I said, I genuinely just have a team of people around me that love me. And, you know, they, they tell me all the time, I don't have time to, you know, you know, not necessarily mingle with, you know, I don't want to say, you know, lesser artists or nothing like that, but you know, it's like you said, I just don't have time to, you know, be a part of the BS and everything that comes along with the city. You feel me? Like, I'm going to let y'all do that. And, you know, I'm going to touch the, you know, I'm going to sell records. But I'm here to sell records. I'm not here to sell drama. You feel me? Like, that's the difference between me and a lot of other artists in the city. Like, I genuinely just want to make dope music and put everybody in a good mood. So that's what keeps me focused. And that's what I would tell a younger artist as well. You know, 
Like that that drama and that BS don't get you nowhere. You feel me? It's, it's only temporary clout. If you genuinely want a long lasting career, invest in yourself, take time, invest in your craft, invest in your visuals, and you feel me? Keep a bag on you at all times. Keep a bag on you at all times. Now, speaking about you, you know, staying on course and stuff like that, what's important to you? You know, what's the core values of you being you as an artist? What are some, what's, what are some things that you hold tight to you? And when we see you, we know this is you, you know? Mm. The things I hold tight to me, my family, my faith, my faith in God is more than anything. You know, I wake up and I meditate, I pray every day. So I have to say uh, my faith in God and then my faith in myself is my biggest drive, you know, more than anything. So honestly, when people hear my music, you know, they're, they'll hear like, okay, he genuinely cares about his craft. Like anybody that listens to my sound, they all tell me like, okay, I can tell you spent a lot of time. And to me, that's the most important thing. Just the fact that people take me seriously as an artist. So I'd have to say that's my main drive and that's my main focus more than anything. It's just for people to genuinely listen to my sound. And, you know, they see me as one of those top tier artists. So it's cool, man. I'm loving it, bro. It puts a smile on my face every time. When it's all said and done, the legacy has been fulfilled. What do you want to say that you accomplished? Like, what would make the mission complete for you? What would make the mission complete for me? My family being taken care of, you know, financially, you know, just mentally, everybody's okay. You know, I would say that. You feel me? Just, you know, taking care of as many people as I can. But as far as everybody else, I genuinely just wanted to be, when I'm said and done, like, oh, he genuinely cared about the craft of music. You know, he genuinely cared about hip-hop and R&B. He wasn't, you know, an industry plant. Like, I genuinely want people to, you know, see Kiddo Rex for Kiddo Rex. Like, he was a genuine person. You feel me? He cared about the people and the music. And, you know, he just, like you said, he wasn't a part of the bullshit. I mean, not to speak, like, in third person, like I'm a god or nothing, but and you got to talk how you got to talk. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> I just thought to pop my shit a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. all you got to do, man. I respect it. Um, yeah. Music is being played. Everybody's listening. What's the record label? Who's the, the mogul that you really want to hear your song? The one song. You know, like, is it the Diddy? Is it the Jay-Z? Who do you want to hear your song? The fact that you just named them two is literally already my first two. So I would say Diddy, Jay-Z, or um, we'll say, I'll say Diddy, Jay-Z, Coach K from Quality Control, or um, it's a few people, Scott Storch. I feel like Scott Storch would vibe in my sound. Mm, okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like he would vibe in my sound. I don't even know, man. I feel like, oh, Drake, I feel like if Drake heard me, you feel me? He'd be like, oh, this kid is a diamond for self for self. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Like I said, genuinely all of those people that, that I just named, bro. Like I said, I feel like anybody that hears my sound, like they'll genuinely gravitate to it. And it's like, nah, that kid is on to something. Like, for real. I really don't have a lot of questions to ask you because I'm ready for the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready for the project. And I believe yeah. that, that you have it. You got your team together. Everybody's really... You know, like doing this the right way. Even even speaking with your manager before we got on this, you know, what I'm saying yeah. the way it was handled was 100 percent professional, and everything yeah. you know, everything about you as an artist is just 10 out of 10, and I'm I'm proud of that. You know, what I'm saying I just probably wanted to just ask you a couple other questions, a couple of my generic generic ass questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, um, who out here in Phoenix, you know? that you do want to work with or you like working with artist-wise music? Um, I'm not even going to lie, man. I've had a couple of bad experiences working with artists out here just on a professional level, but I do love working with my brother, uh, Dub Fuego. 
Okay. I will say Dub is my guy. You feel me? Super dope, super professional, a real MC. I love working with him. Um, I would like to work with uh, Young Reese. I mean, you know, that is something that, you know, my team is working to possibly, you know, get in the work. So, you know, I feel like me and Young Reese would definitely do something dope. I feel like me and J-Rob would also do something dope. I would love to work with J-Rob, the chief. You feel me? Shout out, bro. And I'm in, I don't know, man. I'm, I'd honestly have to say that's probably it, you know. Without mentioning any names, what was the experience? Um, man, just like just people showing up to the studio and not having anything written. Everybody, you know, they get too caught up in their egos and they think that they can come up with something on the spot. And like I said, I'm I'm the type of person like I cast out on my studio time. Like especially if it's my song, I'll pay for the studio time. You know, I'll invite the artists. You know, we bring drinks. We generally try and cater to you know our you know the, the feature like like you know their company in a household. So. It's just one of those things, man, where we go above and beyond and they just don't bring that same energy, you know. So yeah, I, I just take my music too seriously. You can tell when somebody doesn't reciprocate that same energy. So. Well, well, tell me about this. When you go, when you're in, I don't, is, is it called album mode? Is that what we call this? Yeah. Okay. So when you're in album mode, do you go into the studio already prepared, meaning that the music is already wrote and all you have to do is just lay it down? Yep. Yep. I can write in the studio, don't get me wrong. You know, even going out to L.A. pretty soon, I'm pretty sure that's how it will be. You know, I definitely can do that. But if it's my session, I like to premeditate on the beat and the song and genuinely take my time. Like, I tell people all the time, as an artist, you know, people can freestyle and do all that all day. But if you can genuinely write and tell somebody a story and convey emotion through those words, that's the best thing that you can do for yourself is to, you know, to genuinely write a song. So I definitely consider myself to be a writer first. And like I said, I genuinely like to ponder on the beat, you know, take it home vibe, you know, burn one and genuinely just, you know, just write the song. That way, by the time I get to the studio, it's just laced and I just lay it down. Like, my sessions go quick. I'm never in the studio more than, like, three or four hours. What's first? Verse, chorus, beat? It depends on the song, big bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. There are times where I'll start with the verse. There's times where I'll start with the hook. I'll start with the bridge. Sometimes I can literally start off writing a song with ideas. Like, I'll just I'll put in ideas in my notes of just stuff that I'm feeling. I'll just write down emotions and I'll go off of that. Like a song with me can spring from anything. As long as I have the beat and the instrumental going, and I'm in that type of vibe. You know, like I love to write outside. I always step outside when I write a song. So just to kind of get that, you know, I feel like more at one with the earth instead of being inside. But outside so, where? In a backyard. Like I said, I'll kick it by the pool, bro. Like I need to be somewhere zen. I need to be somewhere quiet. We just with my headphones in. So is this more so, daytime writing or is this at night? Both. I write in the day and at night. It just depends on the vibe. Most of the time, I, I've come to notice that when I'm writing R&B, it's more at night. And when I'm rapping, it's more during the day. So I don't know why, but I can see that. That that sounds about right. It's just weird. I don't know. I'm weird <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, it seems like R&B is supposed to be written at night. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's weird. early in the morning, maybe early in the morning, but yeah. not in the day, yeah. not in the <laughs> afternoon. You can't write R&B in the afternoon. I just don't. It's just different. Like I said, during the day, if it's like midday, I be want to rap. I be want to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you pick in between the two? You know, like I have to. You know, when we categorize your music, we have to. There has to be a genre for your music. You know, how do you separate the R and B from the rap? I mean, I honestly don't, big bro. I'm not even gonna lie. I just kind of let people listen to it. Everybody loves it, so at the end of the day, it's one of those things where if people genuinely love it and they take to it, like I've been stopped trying to figure out if I'm a rapper or a singer. You know, it's not something when, that I do. That, at what moment? That's I think that's what I was getting to. When did you like this is me and it's, this is how it's gonna be? When did you hit that? Uh, I had to say, 
Man, after I got off tour, honestly, because uh, everybody, like a lot of people on on tour, would ask me, like even doing interviews like this, they'd be like, "Oh, well, do you consider yourself more of a rapper or a singer?" And my answer was always, "I don't know." So once people, like I said, genuinely caught to my sound and gravitated to me, it was one of those things where it's like, hell, the people don't really know either. It's like that's why in my bio it says I'm a, I'm a singer that raps. I feel like that's just the perfect thing for me. That's a, like, yeah, that's a nice tag. Yeah, a singer that raps, you feel me? Because like I said, it's like I have bars and I'm better than 95% of rappers. That's a fact. But in the same sense, I like to convey emotions and I think that that's what music is. You know, I like to touch people's hearts more than anything. And with R&B, I can do that a little better. But I have to say at the age of like 19, 20, like that's when I just gave up and was like, bro, I'm gonna just make dope music. And if whatever people like, people like. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. But, you know, everybody seems to like it, so it's all good. We got one of the hottest projects about to drop. By the time you're watching this video, it's probably already out. So as soon as you get done watching this podcast, this episode, this interview, whatever you want to call it, just make sure you go check it out, man. Um, what city, I know you're going on tour, but what city are you most excited for to visit? I'm excited to get back to L.A., man. I got a lot of family in California, plus got a lot of stuff, you know, kind of in the bag. I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, we definitely planning a tour. But I'm more excited to get back to L.A. or Texas more than anything. I've been uh, seeing that. I've been performing in Texas since what, South by Southwest 2018. Yeah. So it, it, it's great to actually go back to me and, you know, touch a lot of places that I've been before. So I'm excited. man. What is it about South by Southwest? I love it, bro. South by Southwest is easily, bro, one of the dopest. I'd have to say the mecca of networking for undercover, for underground artists. Like, what, what makes it that? Just the fact that everybody's out there networking is hustle and bustle. You can find everything from rap, R&B, there's country artists, EDMs, DJs, you know, like yourself. And there's everybody from established artists that are, you know, B-list celebrities to underground artists like myself that's just trying to make it come up in the city. So it's just dope, bro. It's cool as hell to see that vibe and to see everybody out there hustling and everybody passing out cars. Like, I started off the day empty-handed, like, I, no cap. By the time we left, I probably had about 20 business cards, 10, 15 flyers of other people promoting their shows, and not to mention, like, QR codes and stuff. It was just dope. Like, it was it was a certain hustle that I wish that everybody had out here, even in AZ. But, like I said, it's that type of event. It takes that type of, you know, like, oh, I could really get some notoriety out here. Like, it's cool. I love I love that vibe. It was cool. All yeah. the shows were dope. Is that vibe anywhere else? Mm, I can't say I felt that vibe anywhere else. That was, I'd have to say that was the first, like, major festival I performed on, like, outside of, you know, my, outside of my hometown. So, with that being said, bro, like, I haven't felt that feeling since then. Well, I'm, I'm as of right now in my career, I'm gonna go on a limb and say no, but I'm pretty sure that as fast as you know things are gonna elevate, I'm pretty sure I'll feel that feeling again. But as of right now, no, like South by is definitely, I say, for every underground artist, every artist, period, you need to experience it at least once, at least once, or eight times, or eight times. I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely gonna go back. So, hey, yeah. Um, so when you go back, what's what, what do you have to have with you that you didn't have the last time? What you got? I have, have a solid foundation. Well, I mean, I had a solid team before. You feel me? We went out there and celebrated, you know, the passing of uh, our manager AD. You know, my previous manager, RIP to the great. But uh, you know, I feel like my team this time is even stronger. You know, I'm even wiser. I'm making greater music than what I was back then. My stage presence is better. I'm more in shape. My mental is better. You feel me? So I'm good. I just genuinely feel like you know, I'm in a better space to just be as great as I can be. You feel me? So it's gonna be cool, bro. Like I said, once we touch back to Texas, wherever we perform, wherever we be at. It's gonna be a vibe. I I, I can't explain. Like I, I don't know if you can see it on my face. I'm looking at the camera. I'm looking at the monitor. I'm looking at the audio to make sure it's right. But I'm having the hardest time conducting this interview only because I want to hear some music. But I don't want to hear some music. It's weird. Like I'm trying to 
Because <laughs> I, I think, let me check my phone. Let me just make sure. This this is. Oh, we got you. I know we sent you some. Yeah, I'm about to say, I think I got some. Oh, let me I know we I sent you some, some, you feel me? Yeah, I got two tracks and a cover art. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me, I'm gonna be oh, seeing, yeah. Let me see what these are. I'm about to see what these tracks are. And then we're going to talk about these two tracks. I ain't going to play them, though. I'm not going to play them. Hold on. Let me, see. <laughs> let me see. Hold on. I'm almost there. All right, here we go. All right, I got Unfair. Yup. Why do I have Unfair? You have Unfair because that is genuinely the song of the summer. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to repeat that for you one more time, Pat, because I know you're a DJ. Yeah. That is the song of the summer. You feel me? Literally, everybody that listens to us as a vibe, they immediately get up and dance. It's a feel good record, bro. It takes you somewhere. You just, it's just, man, it's one of those vibes, man. I had everybody in the studio vibing and dancing with each other, bro. Like, it's definitely one of those that you can play at a barbecue at any type of event. You feel me? It is love, bro. That record is gas. And the video was shot by my homie Pyro. Shout out Pyro. You feel me? You already know what it is, man. It's on the way, bro. It's coming. Okay. And then I have Company. Why do I have Company? That's the. That's a bop, too. That's my lead single right now off the Wildfire EP. Shout out my man, Isaac Joel. I'm geeked up. You feel me? He actually just shot a movie that uh, that's coming out on Amazon. You feel me? Y'all can make sure y'all check out Augme, Isaac Joel. But he also shot the company video, man. I posted the teaser. That's actually going crazy as well. I Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to the city. But you have company because, like I said, everybody needs some company, man. Everybody needs some company at one point. But that's a vibe. That's a definite vibe. Both of those is bops. It's done, though, right? Yeah, it's done. You yeah, be done. Tell him I need the whole thing. It's done. Already submitted. Oh, he need the whole thing. Oh, I got you. Okay. I need the whole thing. All right, I so got I'm, you. Now, now I'm loading up the... Uh, oh, the cover fire. Feel me? Yeah, the cover fire. You know it? Yeah, you got the package, man. You know what you're doing, man. You feel me? What's the one thing, you know what I'm saying, because with you on this press run, how many interviews would you say you've done? Man, you are my... I want to say third, fourth interview so far, and I got a couple of more lined up before we hit the road and do something out of state. So, like I said, I'm just on a full press run, man. You feel me? Just like just like the big leagues do, just like the labels do. So, I'm just putting my own bag up, and we making it happen, man. I'm putting on for my city everywhere I go. That's a fact. From me to you, what you hate about them? Oh man, the only thing I hate. About them. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> I got. I mean, I just I I gotta know, man. You know, I want to be able to share this experience with everybody. You honestly, feel me? honestly, I, I love doing interviews because this is the type of stuff that I dreamed about, and I love my job. I'm not back like I don't. But sometimes they do be early. Like I done did interviews where I got to get up at like five, six in the morning. I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Like, but that's, because, but that's because of the time zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely because of the time zone. You feel me? Or you got to stay up super late. You got to stay up to like midnight, one o'clock, something like that. I'd be like, man. But outside of that, it's cool. You feel me? Like, of course, the questions can sometimes be repetitive, but it is what it is. Man. Yeah, like that, that, yeah. That help, help me help the community. Help me help everybody. Yeah. What is the most repetitive question that an interviewer can ask an artist? How'd you get into music? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and why is that? Okay, so as an artist, tell me about the perspective of that question. Like, are you asking that? When someone asks you that, do they feel? Do you feel as an artist, as you? I'm just gonna say you. Do you feel like the person interviewing don't know who you are? Uh, low key, yeah. I mean, it kind of gives you like a sense of like, oh, they really don't like know my background. But I mean, it is what it is. Not everybody gonna be familiar who you are. I mean, some people don't know who Floyd Mayweather is walking into the room. But it is what it is. I mean, hey, man, I'm not tripping. That's fair. That's fair. Yep. Right. So I, I'm just asking because I, I like I mean this, man. I'm a fan because I'm really impressed with. 
the presentation of Kid O'Rex. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't, you don't want to waste this interview with Kid O'Rex, and you want to get right, you want to get right to it. You want to, yeah. cause you gotta go. You Kid O'Rex is busy. You know, you gotta get to the next <laughs> spot. You know, yeah. so I'm just asking, man. And and, and and we will have another conversation about after this is all. You know, after the rolling out. Because I'll be I, back. Yeah, I want to be able to talk to you about the experience you had at that because that's that's another that's that's more interview worthy yeah. stuff, you know. Hell yeah, man. I got your experience in Phoenix. I know where you're from. I know where your people from. <laughs> uh, your best, your most embarrassing moment. We share that, you know. Man, <laughs> I'm saying I, I never said that on any interview. You got <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Ah. Yeah, man, my mission is completed. So if I could get two of them, then this this is the most saga thing I've ever done. Um, I, I I think I pretty much know everything I need to know. So for the people that do not know you, the people that are seeing you for the first time, what do you want to tell them to look forward to? Man, just look forward to a kid that's genuinely going to take the music industry by storm, bro. I'm hungry. I'm driven. I love music. I love the people. So if you want to look out for somebody that you know, willing to make dope music and as long as y'all willing to listen i continue to make great music for everybody so that's what it is be on the lookout for kiddo rex man follow my new instagram kiddo underscore rex i love y'all always man shout out dj pest he's one of the coldest djs if not the coldest dj in the city feel me this man is out here giving our team and being the past man shout out <laughs> I I was like I was about to ask the next thing and, and then you 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 covered that then I was about to say something else and you covered that so I'm speechless. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. But yeah, man, DJ Pest, Kiddo Rex, you know the vibes, man. Uh, Wildfire, May 27th, everywhere. Music videos on the way, but you didn't hear that from me. You just gotta stay on his social media page so you can see this. You know what I'm saying? Like follow him right now. The hottest project is about to drop for the summer, the fall, and the winter of 2022. That's a fact. That's a fact. DJ Pat. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the biggest internet radio station on the planet. Even the other radio stations are tuning in. Your choice, your music. Utroiceradio.com.